Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Super Bowl 55 champions, led by Tom Brady. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. Welcome back to another edition of For Future Considerations, episode number 74. I can't believe it. It's our second one of the week, the one we like to call the OT. And we've got a special show for you today, but as always, my name's Manny. Let's welcome in my co-hosts, the extraordinary Matt Dumichel. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood. And the extra... Hold on. Hold on a sec. John, the ravishing John Rashad. How's that? Sounds like a wrestling name or... Yeah, that's good. Nice. Why are you in a bad mood, though? I was on Sports Interaction, our little gambling site that we always go on, and I had our podcast ending under 73 and a half. (laughs) <laughs> and I really didn't like how Wednesday's show went. I said, oh, maybe we got a chance here. No, nope, we made it to 74. Brutal. Lost my two bucks. Brutal. <laughs> Absolutely awful. John, you were on a betting win streak there in the summer. Yeah, and then it how- went south on me. So now I'm into cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going? Um, I'm down about 60%. <laughs> So no, okay. well, no. So you're the only person that's in crypto that's losing money right now. <laughs> Actually, they say ninety percent of people lose ninety percent of their money in ninety days. So that's not good. Well, why the heck would you get into it at that odds? Well, I like to think I'm in the top ten percent. Well, for some things, for sure. <laughs> Like we all know, like catching footballs in Chicago, oh. definitely top ten, top one percent. You know, staying up late at a Denny's at five in the morning in Saginaw, Michigan. Uh-huh. Yep, top ten percent. <laughs> Eating enough pizza to bankrupt a pizza chain, top ten percent. Financially. <laughs> 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 Oh, I think man. I have a system now, though. I'll let you know in another month or two. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> okay. When you can't afford to turn the computer on. <laughs> Let's hope we can make it to episode 80. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving my bet. John's calling into the podcast on a landline. <laughs> oh, From man. a payphone. Oh, yes. As you mentioned, Manny, this is the OT. That means that we had the debate episode earlier in the week, so check that out. That was episode 73 for all you mathematicians out there. Good job. That's on Wednesdays. Great basketball predictions in that one. We had basketball predictions. Baseball? Yeah, yeah. Baseball playoff talk? Absolutely. More hockey debate? More. (laughs) 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 And I still say, an epic pump it or dump it. (laughs) And don't forget to go back and listen to some of our previous OT episodes. That includes some great conversations with Hall of Fame baseball writer Bob Elliott, Carolina Panthers consultant Mike Fuda, Pittsburgh Penguins manager of community hockey operations Jordan Jaden Lindo. And uh, we also talked a little bit um, with him about diversity in hockey. That was a really interesting conversation, so that's definitely one to go back and check out. And today on the OT, we are glad to be joined by one of our supporters of the podcast, This guy takes sports training and nutrition to another level. 
and works with dozens of young athletes in Windsor and Essex County. Please welcome to the podcast from Next Level Athletics, the one, the only, Shane Tilpolovic. Shane, welcome to the podcast, buddy. Thank you for having me. Nice. <laughs> Shane, that was great. Thanks so much for coming. Next week, we've got... <laughs> you know what I was starting well, to think? All... You know when you go to high school and there's like those people that are like, yeah, I have a girlfriend, but she goes to a different school. You guys kept talking about Shane, this elusive friend who um, you're such great pals with, and I never saw him. I was like, I was starting to wonder, is he real or are you guys making him up? So it's good to see that Shane is, in fact here in the flesh with us and uh, gracing us with his presence. So. My real name's Chad. They're paying me $50 <laughs> to be here. <laughs> Send for my family. <laughs> Please we, help. We picked him up at the corner to come see him for his plane. <laughs> oh, well, Shane, I know you go way back with Matt, right? Uh, yeah. Like, yes. Like, A couple, four, five, six, seven, eight years now. Oh, God. Yeah. It's got to be. How like, far... Uh, what, what was that all about? Tell us how you guys met each other. How do you remember it? I don't remember the first time we met. Oh, I do. Do you really? Oh, yeah. It's What's that story? We were working for the Express together. The Windsor Express. The Windsor yeah. Express, right? Okay. Two-time champion. Two-time <laughs> national champion. Yep. Thank you. Was that before or after you guys? <laughs> that was before. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard of it yeah. since we left. <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> well, we <laughs> fell off the wagon already, yeah, guys. We're literally telling us. It's just going to be chaos first with me here. I'm just saying. Um, first time we met. I remember being at a practice at the John Atkinson Center. And you practice. came in. Yep. It was a practice. And we were sitting there. And we were talking as you came in because you replaced my buddy that was there. Yes. And that we were going on a trip. And I remember saying to Matt, how were you getting up early in the morning? You know, I got up early. I did morning radio for years, blah, blah, blah. I was like... Sure you did. Okay. <laughs> you know, whatever. That's that's cool. Last conversation I'm yeah. ever going to have with this guy. I'm just going to be friendly with you before I just walked away, right? But I was like, so where did you do it? He's like, oh, we did Craig and Matt in the morning. Craig and Matt in the morning? You're Matt? I listen to you every day. <laughs> Your show's awesome, right? So then I was starstruck, and then uh, that was it. I just leached onto him as long as I could, and here I am still. And that's right? how the love affair started. That's, that's it. it. That's yep. it. We used to stand behind the players bench in well, they played in the WFCU center. They'd take all the boards down. So we would always stand in the visitor bench, yep. which was behind the express home bench. Shane was running around, he'd have his little muscle tighteners and his rubs and his lotions and he'd he'd be running around before the game. This is and a then, basketball game, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Just may wanted to make sure. And uh, then we'd start the game, and neither of us would really have anything to do during the actual game. Yeah. So we would just stand there and watch the game, and we would always have a great time. Dylan, who was one of our uh, sales, well, our singular sales representative, right. Dylan Cullis, who's now with Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, uh, he was there with us, Aaron Boos, mm -hmm. would hang out there as well, and it was just the four of us. And there were, I would say, the majority of the times, us just waiting for the game to end so we could go out... <laughs> <laughs> and let no. the frivolity begin. It's true. That was the, that was the spot in the arena that everybody wanted to come to. Because then at the end of it, we got into trouble because everybody wanted to come and hang out because we were having so much fun. Yep. Right. It was always a. Uh, it was always exciting to be at the games there to hear because you were right in that spot where you could hear the bench and you could hear the crowd. So we were kind of like had our our finger on the pulse of everything that was going on in the arena those nights, right? And it was a lot of fun. It was always a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. 
So how old is Next Level Athletics? That's a good question. I feel like it's been forever. I think I... When did I start it? It was 22? So 15 years? Wow. Yeah. 15 years ago? Yeah. Wow. I should know this, eh? Yeah. But, you know... (laughs) It's a long time. Congratulations. 15 years. Yeah. I started... I worked at a gym. And then I I just didn't like the structure of the gym. I'm not into the... uh, I don't know how to say it. It's almost like everybody has this perception of things. And that's how it is. And then you're coming in to just do this and do this. And I'm like, no, no, I have to go do my own thing, my own way. And that's it. So I've been doing it 15 years now. It's crazy. So how are you different from everyone else then? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I come on podcasts and make bold claims. (laughs) No, you know, I just, uh, maybe my attitude is different for it. Like I, I don't just say it. I live it. Like every day I love this stuff. I love getting up in the morning. I like to eat good. I love to feel good. I like to bring everybody in and see them smile when they leave and not try to sell you on a bunch of, you know, jargon or put a picture of you up after you've lost 20 pounds. Like, good for you. Like, let's just do what we're supposed to do and live the right lifestyle, right? So I think maybe that's how I take it. I don't know. Maybe I should have thought about this before I came on and answered these questions. I feel like you guys are the cops growing no, me it's right, right now. It's only been 74 episodes that we've been talking about you. <laughs> Pumping your tires. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> there might be a few where there's not enough air in the tires, but <laughs> two times we we put the hole in the tire. Don't worry, I've been listening. <laughs> We're gonna bring some of those up. <laughs> okay, so so thinking about that, how your philosophy is a little bit different. What what do you try to focus on? If somebody comes off the street, they hear this podcast, they hear you, Shane, and go, "I want to give this guy a try." I want him to be healthy first. I think we, we don't look at the overall health of it. You can't just look at the, the the window shopping of it. You know, you see the mannequin, the clothes, but what did it take to put that stuff together, right? So if you're coming into the gym, you have to look at all the elements. You know, how do you think? How do you sleep? How do you eat? How do you breathe? Uh, how do your workouts go? And then how does your recovery go? So there's a lot of elements that we like to look at to make sure everything is, is proper to have the overall picture, not just the, hey, look at, I've lost a few pounds blah 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 it's a much bigger picture with me i would say so that philosophy you feel sustains a healthier lifestyle than going to the gym and then you know you may fall off the wagon if your schedule gets busy uh, there's just more to it like it's great i'm not knocking anything if you go to a gym and you're working out you're doing something that's fantastic but for me i think i go a little bit more in depth with a lot of things for a lot of people and say hey you know how come this isn't working are you sleeping at night hey this isn't working are you in, you know, in a negative uh, portion of your life or something right now? Are you stressed out? Are you this? Are you that? Try to take the like a holistic approach, I guess you could say, and make it, uh, you know, there's always a lot of factors, right? You don't build a house and just put, you know, two by fours up and say, I got a home. There's a lot of elements that go into the overall picture of it, right? So I think I focus a lot on the little things that people would maybe forget about or neglect, you know, usually. So that's one thing I'm pretty heavy into. People think I'm nuts. <laughs> <laughs> when I start talking about like, hey, you're not breathing right. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you know, so, and so, I put a great deal of emphasis on that. So you break yeah. it even down to breathing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that they don't breathe properly or what the breathing can do, for instance, right? Like, like I said, when somebody's really stressed out, you know, if you teach them some breathing exercises, all of a sudden they feel better. And they're not so fight or flight mode all the time, right? Or just simple things like nose breathing. 
like I'm looking at you two right now, and I can, you know, that's all right. We'll work on it after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not nitpicking anything here, but but it, it does. It makes a huge difference, you know, for your conditioning, for your recovery, for all that stuff. Breathing is the most fundamental thing that we do, and a lot of us do it wrong. Can so, you help John since he's losing money on crypto or what? <laughs> I was going to ask you about sleep because I know a lot of people who are trying to lose weight and I know almost mm-hmm. no one who gets enough sleep. How important yeah. is sleep as part if a part of your overall health? Right, it's right up there. It is right up there. So a lot of times people we look at screens too long and you know the melatonin doesn't get produced in your brain now because you're you got this this light, right? So usually at when it starts to get dark, you should stop looking at light kind of stuff so your brain will produce those hormones to help you go to sleep. Uh, that's one thing. Another thing is we stay up too late. We don't get the right sleep because our best sleep usually comes before midnight, right? And that's more of the physical recovery time. Afterwards would be the like the mental recovery and stuff like that. We're supposed to go with the sun. Our circadian rhythms follow the sun. But now because we have swing shifts and podcasts that we have to do in the middle of the night, you know, like, <laughs> you know, stuff like that where we, we don't take it seriously enough. It's almost like the breathing. Right, there are two things that right there can make a really, really big difference, and, and a lot of people don't do it. They don't have time for this. That's silly. That's you know, I need to lift more weights. I need to run more. You need to learn how to breathe and learn how to sleep. Those are foundational aspects of fitness that everybody neglects all the time. So, is that the of all the aspects that you talk about? Is that the hardest one to get people to buy into or believe actually connects to everything else? Yeah, yeah. Those two and, and food. Right, like the the hard, the ones that people think you know, like you're nuts for. Like mm-hmm. when you start saying about the breathing and the sleeping. Ah, no, no, I gotta work harder and I gotta sleep less and I gotta this. Okay, and breathing. No, you know, I'm alive. What are you talking about? And then you put the food in there, which is like you put a pizza in front of somebody, and it becomes a willpower issue, right? So once you have those three things, I concentrate on all that before I get into any fitness stuff, right? Because it's everybody's motivated to lift the weight, makes you feel good, right? You run, you feel great, you feel accomplished, like you did something. When you sleep, you feel what did I do? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I sat there and I held my breath for 30 seconds, but now I can do it for three minutes. Well, what is that? Who cares? I'm just sitting there. It becomes a mindset. But then when you actually do those, like I say, those foundational things, all of a sudden I can get away with doing less, but gaining more. Right. Like that's one thing, especially when I have guys that have to run all the athletes. Mm-hmm. The very first thing I work on is their breathing. And then I talk about their sleep patterns. Now, depending on the level, if it's like, say, when we were at the Express or when I'm with uh, the TFC guys or whatever the case might be, they look at sleep like, eh, you know, some guys are here and they're, they're bored mm-hmm. and they're alone, you know, because they come in from out of town or they do, you know, whatever. And, you know, you stay up late different time zones to talk to people and that, you know, where their family is, blah, blah, blah. But once they start to figure that stuff out, they go, oh, well, he wasn't kidding with me, you know, because like, I, I mean, you guys both know I'm kind of a smart ass. I don't believe what you're saying right now. (laughs) But those those are honestly, uh, and if anybody takes anything off the podcast, just try to do some breathing exercises and try to get decent sleep and watch what will happen to you in 7 to 14 days. Watch how everything will get better. Shane Topolopic is our guest from Next Level Athletics. You work with a lot of young athletes too. I'm sure it's easier to get them trained and their body trained than it is an older person. But what is it about teaching the younger generation that you thrive on? Because you do a lot of that. It's just that. It's it's giving them an education and a foundation for when they're older. You know, nowadays, you know, kids are so pushed into one specific sport, you know, and they're just like, you have to eat, sleep and breathe this. And, and we push them too hard too early. That's just my opinion. But that's, I believe that, you know, my, the worst word 
for me nowadays is development. You know, oh, we're going to develop you. We're develop love for a sport. When you develop love for a sport, then you'll get good at it. You know, then it doesn't feel like a chore, right? And then you want to do the things I talk about. With you want to get better, go to sleep early. You know, you want to get better, breathe early. Want to get better, don't go to Burger King. <laughs> you know, or or eat that bag of chips, right? Like that's um, those are the kind of things I that work better, I guess. I lost my train of thought there, because No, but it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Another thing that you you had kind of hit on there, too, is, is something that we're seeing trends of and, and hearing about everywhere is the dual sports. That if you're a hockey player, you don't have to be in spring hockey. You should be in soccer. You should be in ultimate frisbee. Sure. You don't have to always just be a hockey player to be a good hockey player, right? At a certain level, you have to just focus on it. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, you have to become athletic. You know, your body moves in all kinds of different ways, right? Now you're seeing sports-specific injuries in kids that you never saw before. I was a kid. I played everything. And we played disorganized. So there wasn't a coach telling me, breaking down my swing on a baseball bat or my shot at the hockey stick. You learn by instinct, mm-hmm. right? And then you had, like, in yourself to figure things out. And go, oh, now, okay, all right, that doesn't work. Now this works. Oh, let's do this. Nowadays, and I know just for me personally... If I had somebody in my ear every second telling me I'm wrong, I'm wrong, do it like this, do it like this, I was always the type of kid that would just bite back and get pissed off and be like, hey, get out of my face, I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And my passion for it, though, is what ultimately, you know, drove me to do what I'm doing now even, right? It's all about sports. I love sports. Any sport. If you want to go play basketball, okay. I don't have to be great, but I don't want to suck. So let me figure out how to take a jump shot, right? I want to play baseball with the guys. I don't want to be worse than Matt and Manny. I better go figure out how to hold a baseball bat, you know, or things like that. So you have some type of athletic prowess, which, you know, now carries over. Let's say, you know, I never really got into soccer until I was 14. Okay, thank God, right? I played all the sports in school and and whatever. And then I look at somebody like my sister who got caught up in all that. The injuries, she was done by grade nine. That was her best year. After that, she had scholarship offers. She went to do everything. You know, five minutes into a college game, tore her knee apart. Now she's 30 years old and can barely walk. <laughs> you know, so I think developing young, because it hits so close to home for me, is why I'm so into that more than, you know, going with the pro guys like I used to and all that stuff because they're just, they want to fight you on too much stuff. They don't realize you're there to help them, you know, and they have their ways and, their ways work obviously because that's what got them where they are mm-hmm. but you know sometimes guys you know they hit their ceiling and they think that's good enough right not for me with kids you can always push and learn as much from a kid as you can teach a kid you know so i've, I've definitely learned a lot of lessons from from a lot of young kids and then how to coach them how to listen to them not just tell them right and how you can get a great uh, line of communication going with them to get them better at what they actually like to do, right? And not take away their passion for it by being, you know, too much in their heads, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's why I like working with the kids more. What type of workouts do you do with older people? Is it personal training? Is it weight-based? Is it a, um, is it land-based? Is it a combination of all those things? Everything depends on the person. So if somebody comes in, say for yourself, when we're working out, I know your knee is bad. Right. Plyometrics aren't going to happen until I know you're strong enough to do that, right? Somebody like Matt comes in, I know he's going to cry, he's going to whine, you know, he's going to chain, oh, you know, this is really hard, you know, whatever. That was just the right? stairs to get up to <laughs> next level athletics. That's not even the workout. I'm teasing. 
Matt did train with me for a little while though, and I have to say he definitely works his butt off, right? But, boy. but there's always it everything has to relate to you specifically, right? You can't just put one blanket thing out there. Maybe the blanket thing will help you get started. Okay, it gives you a little kick in the ass to get motivated, but at the end of the day, if it's not for you, where are you gonna go? You're not gonna do Ronnie Coleman's Mr. Olympia workout program and look, you know, go on put 300 pounds on right so everything has to cater to you and your specific needs what i what i did like about what you offered too during this pandemic when everybody was in the house is you went online you went on facebook live and and instagram and just started hosting group sessions for free yeah um a that was fantastic and i salute you for doing that um and those were just fairly easy workouts that you can do on the floor of your home mm -hmm. but they were still pretty rigorous that i can attest to <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, yeah no <laughs> they were really good yeah. um what made you do that it, just to stay connected to everybody you know i know for me personally if i'm not moving and if i'm not being active i can get very depressed and miserable you know i think that's why i i do what i do a lot of the time right and i can just assume that a lot of people feel the same way. So when all this was going on, it was just a great little community that we, you know, I sat there and stared at my TV screen to look at the comments, but you felt like you were in a room full of people because we were all talking and laughing and you would get messages later. And I just felt, I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm goofy for saying it, but it was like my obligation to share my knowledge and, mm -hmm. and help out as best I could when things aren't going 100% smoothly, mm -hmm. right? So. I love doing it. I, I made some great friends out of that. I met a bunch of new people that I would have never met. And people were so grateful, sending me stuff, saying thank you and all. I mean, it's just a little thing that you can do. I mean, it doesn't hurt to help people, right? So I enjoyed it. Other than you doing squats only in chaps, mm -hmm. what else would people find when they look up Next Level Athletics on social media? Uh, 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 next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so let's talk about the nutrition part because we talk about how training is one thing but you as you mentioned earlier you're really big on the nutrition part yeah i, I food for me plays a lot in mood you know more than anything i mean i always say the same thing when you're happy you want to do stuff right when you're tired you're miserable it's, it's hard to get started and i know again it's all everybody is different when it comes to nutrition that's why there's not one sound thing on it mm -hmm. right like you're not going to go in there and say well you should eat this and you should do this because well you have this and you have that but when you start to you know tinker with things a little bit and you go okay you know eating a box of cookies a day is not making me feel good but when i go and have i don't know i started eating a kiwi a day or whatever the case might be you start to feel better then all of a sudden your mood feels better and mm -hmm. you're happier right and i mm -hmm. look at you know i try to look at things from a broader perspective and go you know, people seem very upset these days. They seem very depressed. They seem very rushed. What are we eating? Everything's fast food. Everything's microwaved. Everything is go, go, go. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not cooked. It's not real. It's boring to eat this. You know, people say, oh, I don't like the taste of that, whatever. I'm the kind of guy that if I had to eat this table because I knew it was going to help me tomorrow feel good and perform better, I'll eat the table. I could care less about the taste. But some people can't get over that barrier, which is tough, you know, mm -hmm. and you have to find that that balance for everybody right so it's very very difficult but once you kind of find it you go oh i'm, I'm maybe because you do want to lose weight this is helping maybe not eating as much is helping maybe not eating this is helping maybe having you know this over here 
But even if you you say you do eat all those things, and then you want that cookie because it does make you feel good after, go nuts. You know what I mean? So there's nothing wrong with that. But I do everything I can't eat to eat to feel good. And that's what I kind of tell people. Find that whatever. And then if the goal is this, then we'll try to change for this. But it's always going to be a work in progress, right? So, but to me, it is absolutely one of the foundational things, again, for your health, right? I think it was, if I can quote an ancient doctor, Hippocrates, right? Oh my, right? <laughs> oh my. where I, are we going with this? I believe, I believe it was like, let medicine be thy, or let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food or something like that. And I, I believe that. I think if you eat good food, you'll feel great, you know, and then you, you know, simple little things that seem like big problems kind of go away. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm big on nutrition for that kind of stuff, right? One scenario that a lot of people are dealing with right now, myself included, uh, I am at home all by myself working for my company. I'm no longer going into the office. My desk is in my living room. It was in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. I literally moved it out of my living room because every time I stood up, I just turned around and, oh, goldfish. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that's that. Ate most of the kids' snacks, so I had to grocery shop three <laughs> times a week. But what's something that somebody can do working from home quick five minute workout 10 minute break what's what's the best way for them to kind of snap out of any sort of funk that they could be in for themselves it's always going to be specific to that person right i mean if some people are depressed eaters right like you get angry oh i'm just gonna eat this i don't care today whatever if it's getting up for two minutes and stretching and then going to the grocery store and not buying the, the goldfish, for instance, right? And saying, okay. They're not bad. 26 goldfish know, for I, 90 calories. I, I, it's not I, bad. I, I, right? Yeah, right, right, okay. Like, I'm listening to you talk. Like, all dressed chips are magical. I, 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 don't, I, don't want, I don't want to lie on this podcast, guys. Uh, I like the Pringles myself. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the cookies. Everybody knows I'm a, I eat. I love cookies. Yeah, I, I can yeah. eat a box you, of those. You do. Yeah, you do. Fudgy yeah. O's. The dollar store cookies. I got some girl guide cookies for you upstairs, by the way. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's just it. Just just moving, right? Just just a couple minutes of something. Yeah. I mean, if you're not doing anything, anything is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And then there's, you know, sometimes people come in and go, I didn't do enough. And then they beat themselves up for that. And you go, no, hey, listen, you did something. That's awesome. You're never going to have, you can't run at 150% all the time. The machine will break. You know, it's too much. Mm -hmm. You have to go, you know, it's going to ebb and flow, right? But even if you're, you know, you're at home, watch what you're bringing in the house. A little bit of movement here and there, and everything will work. You know, you got to you got to start somewhere, right? And you know, obviously, like look how good you're doing in the last little bit, right? They, yeah, they, they and, got you going, right? Really, and, it, and it's food. Like yeah. that's that's been a hundred percent what it is. Like I I do not do gym stuff or yeah. or anything like that, but I don't eat like a pig, mm-hmm. and the, I really used to. I give myself a couple of days a week. Yeah, Saturday nights, it's my my diet is normally. Some sort of a vino or yeah. a cab franc or yeah. something like that, and then Thursdays after our, our Flyers games, we go eat uh, like there's no tomorrow at, at Jose's. Perfect. But other than that, yeah, like I had fish and peas for dinner today. Okay. I had uh, English muffin and a hard boiled egg for lunch, and like I could eat this table right now too. Yeah. But because <laughs> <laughs> I'm friggin' starving. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm down forty pounds when I from when I started. And that's so, amazing. Yeah. And that right there. Is, is like the proof is in the pudding, right? For you sure. Know, like, For sure it is. It's just diet stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. And eventually something will plateau and then you have to figure it out again, right? Mm-hmm. You go, okay, that's the next thing. So never be discouraged. Just know it's always going to be a process, mm-hmm. right? And that's great that you're working that hard. I'm very proud of you. Not only Thanks, are you Shane. doing that, but, you know, like Shane said, getting active, whether it's yeah. two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, 
going for a walk around the block if it's nice outside. You know, just just doing that instead of getting out of your chair, for example, mm-hmm. and stretching or mm-hmm. walking, right? Yeah. That does make a difference, right? Everything does. Everything does. Yeah, any little thing that you do is great. And then if you want a little bit more, then you got to be willing to do a little bit more. I was on social media for Next Level Athletics, and I noticed a Fresh to Fit series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that about? Uh, that's my friend Bob, right? Um, we just decided to kind of do, you know, just go into the grocery store and just talk about food. Just, hey, here's this, and this is what's in it, and this kind of what it does for you. Nothing elaborate, nothing, you know, I'm not telling you what to eat. You should this and you shouldn't that. But just sometimes people don't understand, like, okay, a banana, what's in it? Well, there's potassium, and potassium does this, helps with the muscles, helps with the nerve function, helps, da 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 da. Or, you know, the first one we did with watermelons and pumpkins, you know, because they were the first things on the way in. So we just went <laughs> Before you it, got right? kicked out, yeah. those were the first things. Yeah, you didn't get wait till you see the behind-the-scenes the the videos, camera? right? <laughs> you know? But it is again, it's just little things to kind of give out some more information to people so we have a better understanding of what this is and not be caught up in the, oh, I can't eat, you know, I have to uh, intermittent fast and I have to do this and I have to do that if I'm going to this. Hey, listen, everybody's on their own journey, their own route to where they're going, mm-hmm. right? If this can help a little bit with saying, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll try watermelon. Maybe that might help me because it's got X, Y, and Z in it. Perfect. Or I can eat this because it has X, Y, and Z in it. My condition is this. So just one of those things. And we've had had a really good time doing it. It was a lot of fun standing by the middle of the road and yelling and screaming at Bob because I couldn't (laughs) hear myself. (laughs) Where can people catch the series? It's on YouTube or on PowerPlay Sports. So PowerPlaySports.com. Um, I think. I hope. Good job. Just Google yeah. Power Power Play Sports. Yeah, there you go. It's and, on there, and, and it'll be linked on all my social media. Next Level Athletics, something or other. Double tap because I like when my phone gives me notifications. <laughs> People are looking at me. <laughs> yeah, I told you, Dad. Everybody listening, please follow all my social media stuff. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that you didn't get into soccer until you were fourteen. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were literally kicked a soccer ball out on the way out <laughs> no it was i i play again being stubborn right i played my father signed me up when i was young and i i liked i could still remember playing those games but i also remember the next year when my dad's like i signed you up and i was like Ugh, you didn't ask me <laughs> and he was like excuse me same with the swimming lessons the same with all that stuff i you know i've just been completely stubborn since day one and i never played because of that but then I, you know, it's soccer. There's no soccer culture here, so without the soccer culture, I started playing basketball. Basketball mm-hmm. was like the number one thing. We had a net, you know, the nets in the park. We used to go. For all you kids who wouldn't understand this out there, right? We built our own net. We found a rim, <laughs> stole a rim. Um, <laughs> you know, found some wood. You know, went got dad's power tools, and you know, until yep. we got hit because you weren't allowed to play with power tools, right? So we literally built a net with wood. Found some screws and a screwdriver, handed everything, dug a hole, put this probably seven foot net up on an empty street, took one shot, net fell over, <laughs> you know. But that's the kind of stuff we did. And I, I never played soccer because the culture was we're playing football, we're playing basketball, we're playing baseball. And whatever the grade school sport was at the time yeah. is what we were doing. Sure. So we had a fence that we played volleyball over when volleyball season was going on, basketball, um, whenever that was going on. You know, whatever the sport was, that's what we did. But I had no friends who played soccer. <laughs> so 
<laughs> it's it's funny when I was growing up, I played multiple sports. Uh, couldn't skate very well, so hockey took a back seat fairly quick. But yeah. soccer, basketball, baseball. Mm-hmm. But at age 13, 14, my dad was like, "You got to pick one sport, yeah, because you need to work, right?" Yeah, so yeah. Uh-huh. now, so, did you play in leagues too, or was yeah, it just yeah? yeah. See, I so never. So I was on school teams, yeah, school lot, teams, right? So you would. Uh, you would play on multiple teams and yep. play baseball in the summer too and that sort of thing. But come 13, 14, you can only play one sport because yeah. you got to think of working. you got to yeah. have a job, right? Yeah. So that's that's how the mentality was growing up. I picked soccer. Good choice. Yeah. So is <laughs> soccer the greatest sport ever or what? For me. Will you tell these guys? It is, absolutely. Because I, I fight with these guys every week. Listen, listen. I play all sports, okay? I play all sports. And everything is unique to itself. But to be a soccer player, to run that much, you know, to get hit, you guys think it's not physical. Come with me after you run 5K, <laughs> and I come a thousand miles an hour, and I take you out at the knees. You I've know seen I mean? the jailhouse right? gang that you guys yeah. play with. <laughs> yeah, we're shot. Let's go. <laughs> but it, it's a very, it's a very difficult sport. But the hardest thing to do is to hit a fastball. I think they say right, like, mm. or to hit a curveball or whatever it is, right? Yeah. That, that coordination. I, I'm not going to lie to you. If I was standing on in the batter's box with a Nolan Ryan or whoever the oh, yeah. the star mm-hmm. is today, and he's whipping something at me that hurts 90 miles an hour, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a little nervous. <clears throat> you know sure. what I mean? So yeah. my my neighbor was drafted by the Dodgers until his arm blew out. He didn't sign, but he was throwing 90 miles an hour. Does he need to come to next level? Yeah, athletics? maybe he does. <laughs> He's still got a chance. But you get intimidated even in the box. Of like, course. That's why I'm impressed with Matt so much and because he played baseball at uh, at a young age and played very competitively. But, you know, like I think soccer gets a bad rap because you have to be fit because you're running all over mm-hmm, the pitch, mm-hmm. right? And it is a very physical sport. It is very skilled. Oh, yeah. Right? And uh, I think it gets a bad rap. Like, Alfonso Davies, you know, we talked about him earlier in the week in our podcast. This yeah. kid's sensational. Absolutely. I mean, you see the way he ran to catch that ball and the goal he scored? Yeah. He came out of the screen, you know, and you got a big TV. He ran 50 yards. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, he ran 50 yards at top speed at like 40K an hour. Not only that, but the coordination, the way he grabbed the ball and then flying at somebody mm-hmm. and then to be coordinated to make those moves at high speed to be able to cut and twist like that and then look up and see where he needed to put the ball. There's a lot that goes into it. But again, I think in North America, we don't have the culture for it where we do for football. Like, I've been to the greatest sporting event I ever went to was the Buffalo Bills, New England Patriots game. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've been to all the big soccer games here, and it's, it's, it's fun, but nothing touches that game. You know, like, it was absolutely outstanding. From the time you got there two hours early in the parking lot, to the time two hours after the game where everybody's celebrating the comeback win. But that's what they do in Europe. Mm-hmm. And the yes. difference in Europe, you know, they, they go to the pub before the game, but they meet somewhere and they march 20,000 people or 15 people to a game yeah. chanting and singing. Setting a, buildings on fire. Setting buildings on yeah. fire, you know, doing all kinds of stuff, right? Wait, did the Canucks lose again? Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, back to the riots, eh? they're, hey, they're fun. Who's the best <laughs> soccer player in the world? Messi right now. Oh, oh, thank you very right, much. Now. right now? Come on. Don't even. Well, right now Messi's kind of on the... But, you know, they're getting old, too. Look, but here's here's a great example, right? Who's Look the goat? Two guys. Who's right? the goat? Yeah, let's say Messi, I would say. No, it's Ronaldo. Okay, I like your Portugal shirt. Um, 
No, but it, as a testament to both of those guys, look at the age they are and the level they're playing. Yeah. This now goes to show you what the sports science can do. Because you look at somebody, like in my eyes, Maradona is the hardest. I don't know how you beat him. I'm going to say Messi because you watch the clips and all that stuff. But Maradona went to teams that sucked. And he made them champions. You know what I mean? Like, not only with his skill, but with his leadership ability. You know, like, that says something. And I do think Ronaldo is a much better leader than Messi. You know, for him to come in and win with the, and his personality, he's a strong personality. And, and to get guys that, okay, we got to do this because he's here, that's amazing. He's the greatest goal scorer of all time. Yeah. That's cute, you know. But. That's cute. <laughs> you, that's how the you list, win games. The list is starting to get smaller and smaller yeah. for Manny here. He's the best uh, number nine uh, of <laughs> oh all time, right? God. Yeah, you know, it, what, the, what the hard thing is about any in any sport is to say who the greatest is because it's different eras. It's different, sure. you know, different everything, mm-hmm. right? Different. What are you looking for? You know, see the overall best passer like Messi. Look at the passes this guy makes. You know, look at the positions he drops into. Look at what he does here. Ronaldo with this blazing speed, running 100 yards off a corner kick counterattack and scoring these goals. Like, it's freaking incredible. You know what I mean? But then you look at somebody like Ronaldo from Brazil, and you watch what he did, and you go, man, what would have happened to him if he didn't tear his knees up and then come back and play? And, you know, and now what the great thing is about all this Brazilian stuff is I'm coaching with somebody who played, you know, first division in Brazil. And he's heard all the stories from all these guys, and he tells me about these things, and you're going, I, I can't believe it. And there, there's, you know, the reason why the Brazilians burn out at 30. <laughs> you know, like, but when you're hearing the stories of just how good they are and the things that they're doing, like stuff you, I mean, like we know stuff about the Express, right? When mm-hmm. we were there, everybody thinks it's all like, wow, and why, the, but to see what they do the night before and then uh-huh. come and play and score 40 points, yeah, it's pretty amazing, right? I, I think Ronaldo, real, like Brazilian Ronaldo, would have been, if the science was there like it is today, what he could have accomplished, I mean, he was amazing. Look at his highlights. Unbelievable. But he guy liked to party. <laughs> so Yeah, and he liked his cheeseburgers too, right? So no, see, that's the misconception. He had a thyroid issue. Yes, right? I understand, but he liked the cheeseburgers. I tried to defend him. <laughs> Shane, what's the best sports movie of all time? Major League. Baseball, baseball movie. movie? Absolutely. If anybody hasn't seen it, I highly recommend watching it. <laughs> it is a really Shane, good movie. Shane will call me bi-weekly. <laughs> hey, guess what I'm watching? <laughs> you know, I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, and I bought some white walls from Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe Boo. <laughs> uh, Shane, how can people get in touch with you, bud? You can just call me. Yeah, next level athletics. Oh, like, oh yeah, I guess. Uh, social media, right? Facebook, uh, Instagram. I was trying to be funny there. That backfired. I saw, I saw John's picture over there. He didn't even look. He looked down, like rolled his eyes, like what an idiot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> time for they this can guy just to go. Call you too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. You Do want you my want number? Me? We can give out the number. Uh, uh, I don't know about no. that. <laughs> first, first phone number. We almost got our first phone number. Oh man, he would have regretted From that. From the guy who's good at getting the numbers, he was about to give it out. So no- <laughs> you can email me at <laughs> Next Level Athletics. Send you a private message on social media. Yeah. Hey, you were with. I know we were talking about soccer, but um, you were hanging out with TFC guys yeah. recently too. How was that? Oh, a lot of fun. Yeah. It's always a lot of fun. We're supposed to actually go up this weekend to see a game and, and hang out at the um, the practice grounds and all that stuff and talk to their coaching staff and whatever. It's it's a really cool partnership that we have down here with them right now. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, anytime you're, you're you're able 
to, to pick the brains of the guys who were there. You know, like that's always yeah. something fun, right? And for me, the nice thing is they, they let me kind of talk to the coaches and the sports science kind of mm-hmm. thing. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. I, I had a good time. We got to meet uh, Dwayne DiRosario this weekend, which was, you know, listening to his stories. He brought his book down and talked a little bit about that. And it was cool. It was really cool. Where does he rank among Canadian soccer grids? Oh, he's top. Top? Top, yeah. Until Davies comes up or, yeah, I come out of retirement. <laughs> 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 and on that note, send all of your messages to oh, Next Level yeah. Athletics. Yes. Uh, <laughs> including all your soccer takes, too. Shane, thanks for this. This is a lot of fun. I had fun. I should have done this a long time ago. Yeah, I know you should have. Yeah, but every time I knock on the door, you guys lock me out. You know? <laughs> right. I, I tried, guys. I tried to get on earlier, but they are like, no, nope, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Our thanks once again to Shane Topolovic of Next Level Athletics in Windsor, specializing in sport training and nutrition, sports science as well. I didn't know he was such a scientist. He is. He is. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, sh- we live vicariously through Shane, who's hanging out in the background as we record the extra here. But you can come back, Shane, and talk like, you know, like, we didn't really talk about how you like long walks on the beach or... Anywhere else in the community, like, like you, you want me to say something? <laughs> <laughs> you come back and say something as well. I like, um, I like all of those things. You like all of those things because uh-huh. you're moving, right? Mm-hmm. You're active. It's right? right. me active. That's it. <laughs> I like it. It's all about the activity. <laughs> Anything is better than nothing. Is what I- <laughs> That's says. my takeaway. Yep. That's what he said. Anything is better Anything than nothing. That's my takeaway. Although I don't know what you do in a... Oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Anything. Drive to the gym. (laughs) If you like this conversation, you will like the other guests we've had on our podcast. We had a great conversation with Hall of Fame writer Bob Elliott last week on the OT2. And don't forget our first episode of this week, episode 73, where we had some great debates on the baseball playoffs, some hockey talk, and our predictions for the NBA season. And join us in the conversation as well. Podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram for future considerations on Facebook. You can join the 317,000 people that viewed the (laughs) Alfonso Davies goal that we posted. We actually had that. 48 hours before he scored the goal. So that's what we're that's what we're setting up for over here. That's how he knew what to do. Yeah. So wait a second, that's me. Oh, wait a second. It's happening right now. Scores. See, John, that's how you can make money. Just follow our social media feed and bet. That's right. Perfect. So yes, um, let us know what you think of the show on uh, any social media platform. And you can also email your questions and comments to us at fourfutureconsiderations at gmail.com. Great to have Shane. I hope you have a great weekend. And thank you for listening to For Future Considerations. That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. In my opinion, that sucked. Their mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their M.O. for the last three years. Tonight I saw and heard one of the most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career. Probably the worst. It's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. You're still here? It's over. Go home.